2: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Which players could the Dallas Cowboys consider trading away to pick up more draft capital? All that and so much more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
3: You are Locked On Cowboys, your Uh, daily Dallas Cowboys uh. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day.
2: on, Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, Make every moment more right now. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit fiendule.com slash locked on to get started. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. We've got a busy show today for you guys. We're going to answer your Twitter questions, including some trades that the Cowboys could potentially make Uh, to pick up some draft capital, who they could potentially try to go out and acquire, plus which positions do the Cowboys need to get younger at? I want to start with this one, though, this one from John. He wants to know, are there any players on the Cowboys roster that they could consider trading away to get draft capital for the 2024 draft?
0: Yeah, I mean obviously there's always guys that are eligible for this. I mean usually you're looking for someone who's re, re, you know nearing the end of their deal that's on a reasonable contract that can be moved off that is you know relatively available. Um you know, I mean I would just caution this by saying that I don't know how much the Cowboys are going to be interested in doing that this year just no. simply because of the kind of all, you know, all in nature or, or you know whatever they're they're calling this uh experiment uh as a a, a a test is to try to see if they can make this you know go into this season to give mike mccarthy and this group the best chance for this last season so uh the get the names i'm suge- i'm gonna suggest are don't make a lot of sense in that scenario but i, I think you know <laughs> and i hate to bring up his name again god he's got to be sick of this already but brandon cooks has got a deal that you know is yeah. you know and, and he's it's clearly is a guy who you know, year in, year out, seems to produce no matter where he goes and, and, and what system he's in. Uh, if you're looking to move off on, on some of these deals to kind of pick up some, you know, day three stuff, I, I think Brandon Cooks is is an eligible guy. You know, it's an interesting year next year if you're looking at guys that still have, like, one year left on their deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone that might be a short-term rental for another team before he becomes free agent. Because this is the, the year in which, 2025 is the year in which, all of those big, uh, the, all the numbers of those defensive players that we drafted in the what was it, the twenty twenty one draft, right? Mm-hmm. They all become free agents. So twenty twenty five is the last year for Oso Digizua and Chauncey Golston and 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 some of these other guys. So uh, if you know you had a, a big season, another big season from Oso Digizua, and you you know decided that you didn't want to re sign him for some reason. You could probably trade him for a pretty good deal, especially yeah. yeah. considering what he did this last year. And and I, I would say that you might even be able to get something for Chauncey Golson if he has another good year next. Probably a later so, day
2: three pick. Yep.
0: yeah. So uh, I I think you've got guys that if you wanted to kind of, and Marquise Bell, another guy who sure. is going to be up at that that year, who's played over sixty percent of the snaps and probably would have played more if if uh, he had been given the shot earlier. So. I think, you know, there are guys in there that if you're looking to move off and try to gain some draft capital, uh, they have guys in, in the in the coffers that they can trade for. It's just, I'm not sure that's the direction that this team is looking to head.
2: No, I don't think they're going to do this either. I think they're more likely to go out and trade a day three pick for a veteran. And we'll get to that in a second, but I, I, I'm going to run through some names I think would be intriguing to other teams in the league. because like, you could throw out Damone Clark, somebody who's played for the yeah. last two years, but it's a linebacker who has been up and down, who has health injuries or health risks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're probably not getting more than a six or seventh round pick from Damone Clark, and it's just not worth it to do that. So who are the players that could actually get you something significant in a trade? I think Brandon Cooks, that was a good one because he's cheaper now than he was at this time last year. Now, I don't know if the production was better than it was last year, but – I could see a lot of teams like the Buffalo Bills. I think they're ready to move off Stephon Diggs. If you add Brandon Cooks, give you some speed, that makes sense. Or the Bengals, they're likely to lose T. Higgins. What if you let T. Higgins walk and you bring in Brandon Cooks at $6 million? How big of a drop-off is that? Maybe the Chiefs. We could go on and on. So that's that's a good one. After that, Landon, the names start to get a little wonky. And you mentioned yeah. one of them, like Oso Digizua. I think he would probably bring you the most in a trade Mm -hmm. I would assume, I'm thinking like a second-round pick for a defensive tackle who plays a bunch of snaps, who was really impactful last year. Now, are the Cowboys interested in getting a second-round pick for Osa and just leaving their interior defensive line absolutely exposed? Probably not, but I uh, I would assume that he would have quite a bit of trade value left.
0: Yeah, I mean I think you know the the desire here is more about the problem with the desire here is more of just about the Cowboys being buyers more than sellers at this yes. point, right? So, yeah, I mean I think in a sell-off year, Oso Digizua is is a major piece of 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 what you're considering of looking to kind of move off and just gain, you know, picks. But because you want to win, because you're trying to win these games, you want Osa the probably the only truly valuable interior defensive lineman that you currently have right now, uh, you're going to want to hold on to him. So, uh, yeah, there are definitely guys that are eligible for those kind of trades. It, the, the problem is, is the Cowboys are not interested in those kind of
2: trades. Right All right, now. right. There's one other name that I'm going to mention here because in order for the Cowboys to make a trade, what you would need is multiple players, multiple young players at that position. Yeah. That could help you potentially fill the absence of whoever you trade away. Mm. What about Jake Ferguson coming mm. off a really, really good year? Uh, still has two years left on his rookie deal. I know that would be appealing to a lot of teams. The Cowboys did just spend a second round pick on Luke Schoonmaker. Uh, they really like uh, John Stevens, uh, a tight end that got hurt right before the season kicked off. He was somebody who was going to make the 53 man roster. Uh, you still have Peyton Hendershot as that third tight end. You have Sean McEwen on your practice squad. If somebody offered you a high second-round pick in a pretty bad tight end class for Jake Ferguson, I think you would at least have to think about it, right? I think you'd have to at least consider it. I'm going to make I'm gonna make
0: one that is probably going to infuriate Cowboys fans even further. We've heard a lot of talk about the Micah Parsons talk, or at least Cowboys fans talk about Micah Parsons' trade. I, don't, I think that that's pretty outrageous. I'm not sure if I'm interested in that. But how outrageous would it be, considering the fact, uh, keeping all the things that you had in mind? Let's say the Cowboys were interested in going in and, and into this draft and, and trading and getting a cornerback where there's there's a lot of really good cornerbacks. Yeah, thought about this like, one as well. Deron Bland, you know, a, a broke a whole bunch of records last year, no and, and you already and you've got Trayvon Diggs already under contract. And I think the, the issue that you may run into is, are you going to have to make some tough decisions between? the triumphant of Osa Odigizu, uh, uh, Duran Bland, and Micah Parsons. And if you can only keep two of those three guys, right, maybe you look at trading with the well, third one.
2: You're already paying one corner $20 million yeah, a year. I exactly. can't afford to pay both of those corners. I've I've already been looking at that situation. Like there's just no way that you can have two 20 plus million dollar corners and the highest paid defensive player defensive in the player. league on the same defense. So It's another really, really good call. And maybe if Dan Quinn decides to go to Seattle, maybe Seattle is interested in grabbing De'Ron Bland and adding him to Tariq Wollin and to Devin Witherspoon, but it's a really good call. All right, let's talk about some players that the Cowboys could actually try to add through trades because that's just far more likely than what we did in the first segment. We'll get to that next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, boneless swings, and placing some Super Bowl bets. Uh, my favorite bet is the octopus bet, which is, Will a player score a touchdown and then immediately score the two-point conversion on the next play? It hit last year with Jalen Hurts. It's so much fun. FanDuel has so many different ways uh, for you to bet. You can bet on who will score the first touchdown, who will score a touchdown in general, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com to sign up. That is Fandle.com slash Locked On. Make every moment more with Fandle, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
3: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
2: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Landon, let's get to our next question. And this is a really good one from Goran. He wants to know, for all the complaints about the Cowboys and free agency, trading day three picks for proven veterans has worked well, what positions or players would you target for a similar swap this season?
0: Hmm. Well, I, I think you know you you feel like you, you got to look at the spots where you feel like the, the draft is the weakest, right? Like and I think you you mentioned tight end, right as a position. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys wouldn't necessarily, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think that they would necessarily be. Buyers in a tight end trade think, market, right? I because think so. I, think I think they like good. Ferguson enough. Yeah, that, that that they'll they'll ride with that into the season. Obviously with Scooney. but I, I do think that that's kind of what you're looking for, right? Is you're looking at this at this class of 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 in the draft, and you're seeing where the weakness is, and then you're seeing is there a, a way for me to get a player that I need at a position I need uh, with picks that I'm not going to be able to draft. And I, I have to think that. Even though the Cowboys uh, are going to be, I think the Cowboys are in an interesting running back situation. Right? That's exactly because, what I was looking at as well. Yep, because it, it's it's you don't really know what Pollard's going to be asking, and that, I'm interested to see exactly what that number looks like. You you know the the, the running back class in this draft class is not fantastic, really. I mean, no. you, you've definitely I heard Dane Brugler describe it, and I think this is you know based on just very initially looking at it i heard dane brugler describe it as similar to last year's class except without some of the top end guys which last year's class didn't really have any top end guys so well th- no, last talking- year's class had gibbs and
2: bijon oh well, it and me i'm sorry yes no, I'll, 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 you're I'll. saying after that then it got into the kendra miller tajay spears like guys that were sorry zach charbonnet yes. like
0: i mean, topic, guys, the Cowboys would be considering. Yes, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that would make it to the Cowboys. Yes, apologies. The, the, yeah, the, the kind of – the guy I'm talking about is like, you know, they kind of artificially push Charbonnet yes. up to the top yes. of the second round. But the guys that are I, I'm talking about are guys that you would be running to the podium for the, the first pick in the second round, right? Or like, you know, those guys who you feel like are talents that can come in and be impact players right away as running backs – Uh, on your team. Right. Because the Cowboys, you know, don't have the running back situation settled. So if there was a low cost option, someone who's maybe on a rookie deal that, you know, that, 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 that does that the team doesn't necessarily want to resign. um, That would be a situation where I would not be at all opposed to trading a a day three pick just for the certainty of having solidified the position uh, and not having to spend a ton of money on in necessarily in free agency or or uh, in the draft, and then on top of that, like if it doesn't work out for that, you know, then you just start the whole process over next next year. Maybe you draft a guy because the class is better. But I think it makes a lot of sense to do a short term rental situation with the running back uh, because you can get better talent, you'll get better results, uh, and but you're also not over committing to a position where you don't want to
2: pay somebody a whole bunch of money. Correct. That's the exact position that I was looking at because you don't you don't want to be forced into having to draft a running back way earlier than you should. If The right guy falls to you in the second, third round, absolutely. But we got to remember, not only is Tony Pollard a free agent, but Rico Dowdle is also a free agent. I would assume the Cowboys are able to bring him back on a very cheap deal. But I do think you want to cover your basis a little bit. If you can flip a, well, they're going to get a, a comp fifth and a comp sixth round pick this year. Flip one of those picks for a running back. I think that's interesting. I've got some names for you, and these are all at different prices. So if you're going with a guy that like has already been paid and maybe the team is trying to move off his contract, a couple options. Miles Sanders signed a pretty big deal with Carolina last year. It was like a four-year, $25 million deal. And he was effectively benched halfway through the season. You could probably get him for a song, right, and pick up however much money is left on that deal. Not a ton. I'm also looking, Landon, at some teams that are having maybe some coaching changes. What about, like, Ramondre Stevenson in New England? Uh, Bill Belichick is gone. Bill O'Brien is gone. He kind of fell out of favor a little bit this year. Ezekiel Elliott was even playing over him. He's got a year left on his deal. Like, what, a six-round pick? Get it done for Ramondre? Potentially.
0: Yeah. and I mean, there's tons of these type of guys who I feel like are – uh, eligible right like joe mixon might be a guy that might sure be interesting, right he's, i think yep. he's he's only got one more deer the year after this deal uh he's 29 but again we're talking about a one-year rental right so what what is the future for the, the jaguars and travis etienne like you know is are they planning on signing him long term
2: they, the, they st- drafted tank bigsby last year uh that's to potentially- right
0: Replace it. The the Steelers have two running backs that will be up on contract in in twenty twenty five. I'm assuming they're not going to plan on signing both of those guys. Maybe you can get Jalen Warren as a change of pace back on a for uh, a pry him away with a little bit extra draft pick than you would normally. But you get like a a lightning in a bottle, which is a guy that you know he's still still young enough and doesn't have enough doesn't have so many touches on his body. Maybe you even sign him to a short extension and then you still can draft another sure. running back and have a duo. Right. So I, I think that there's a ton of these guys that are, you know, that are eligible and available that are on, you know, deals that are expiring that you can trade and get a rental. And, and again, running backs are so cheap now um, you, you might you might not have to trade that much to kind of pry these guys away, just simply to kind of, if anything, just to provide coverage for their fan bases as right. to why hey, why aren't you re-signing Travis <laughs> Etienne? Why aren't you re-signing Najee yep. Harris? So I think I, there I'm going right to mention
2: there. a couple more. Khalil yeah. Herbert it, with the Bears. Yeah, uh, they drafted Roshan Johnson in the third round last year. They really like Roshan I think Herbert you can get pretty cheap. um Jamal Williams with the Saints. They drafted Kendre Miller. Yeah, Kendra Miller was drafted by the Saints. Maybe you can get Jamal Williams for a very cheap price, a really good inside runner. But if you want to pay up for a good running back, Landon, and this is where it's interesting to me. Mm. You mentioned Zach Charbonnet, right? The Seahawks took Zach Charbonnet in the second round last year. Pete Carroll is gone. I've got to assume that they're going to be starting to do some things differently in Seattle. What about somebody like Kenneth Walker, who has two years left on his deal, could he be somebody that, you know, maybe you have to trade a third round pick for, but he's really proven he's young. He's got a lot of speed. Is that somebody that you could get for a mid round pick to really boost your rushing attack? It's possible. I mean, I think, you know, again, like he said,
0: targeting these teams that have new head coaches, I think that's smart because the value is in, in flux, right? And, 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 honestly the coaches may not be sure what their value is on their players until you offer them a fistful of dollars and suddenly they're going to grab it dollars being draft picks in this sure. case. But uh, yeah, I think, I think Walker is a great guy that in the sense that you probably would be drafting the top end, you know, or close to the top end running back in the third round anyways. Um, but this way you get a, a proven guy that you kind of have a known quantity in a lot of ways okay. that you don't necessarily get with, with the draft. And, and I think, you know, with some upside there, because Kenneth Walker, I think, you know, I, he's dealt with some injuries, but yeah. he has been, he has, when he's been healthy and on the field, he's been very difficult to tackle. He brings a
2: level of physicality that you want in your run game. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I got one more non-running back that I want to mention. I yeah. I just go back to guys that the Cowboys like liked pre-draft sure. and maybe weren't able to grab. You go back to the 2021 draft. Do you remember who they were going to select in the second round? Uh, but they had to s- switch to a different guy to take Kelvin Joseph. Do you remember who they wanted?
0: No, I don't.
2: Trayvon Merrick, the safety uh, from TCU. So just mentioning the Raiders, they've got a new man. GM, Tom Telesco. They do not have a lot of draft capital over the next couple of years. Uh, Merrick has been a good player, but they've also spent some money on safeties in free agency the last couple That's of fair. years. Maybe Merrick is somebody that you get for a fifth round pick on the last year of his rookie deal. You're going to lose uh curse in free agency. Uh, maybe you want to grab another one of those do it all safeties to help you out there. So a lot of different options. I'm sure we'll yeah. narrow it down as we get closer to the draft, but keep an eye on running back because I, I do think that's a spot where the Cowboys could go out and attract a player. All right, later, let's talk about which spots on the roster. The Cowboys could try to get younger at this soft season. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for
3: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. Uh, our last question here comes from Rocky. He ne- he wants to know what positions do the Cowboys need to get younger at? Yeah, that's a good
0: question. You know, I mean, I don't know that the Cowboys necessarily are drafting, you know, with that specifically in mind, but it is something to just kind of keep an eyeball on because. Uh, you, you don't want to, you know uh, one position to get way too old uh, under your watch and suddenly you turn around and you've got four players over 30 so here are a couple spots that just off the top of my head that I feel like the Cowboys need to get younger in um, i think offensive line is always a position yeah. where you should be getting younger and the Cowboys have c- clearly you know two guys who are extreme veterans at this point i don't know extreme veterans they're all older players right (laughs) and uh and that are you know not maybe not quite uh, at the end of their career though one of them may be you know retiring imminently who knows uh but but i think two guys that you should have long-term replacement plans for um and i and i think that you kind of feel good a little bit about what tj bass showed you and, and maybe as a development like guy zach martin probably has a couple years left so maybe tj bass can develop into that guy while zach's uh kind of you know spending his last few years but tackle is a position that you're going to need to address very soon you know if if not immediately this year luckily the draft lines up really, really oh well. man there's so many good tackles i, I watched uh, uh the arizona guy is it James jordan morgan, morgan? Yeah. holy yeah. cow that kid like there's lots of just really good tackles in this class so far i've seen uh, another position that is, I think getting older that you know they kind of need to look at and I, this seems weird because the best player on the team is also one of the youngest players in the position. but I think defensive end is a position that you're gonna need to address this year. You've got Armstrong, you've got Fowler, both on expiring contracts. Tank isn't getting any younger. You, you like some of the guys that you have in, in that kind of class underneath, obviously Sam Williams and the uh, uh, hoku depending on exactly where he ends up. Uh, but, you know, you, you've got people walking out the door as soon as this year and you definitely need to have waves of those guys. You don't want to kind of end up in another situation where you're having to ask Lawrence to play, you know, 80 percent of the snaps or you know, even 70 percent right. of the right. snaps. So uh, getting younger at the defensive end position, I think, is really important uh, because just because of you know, uh, contract situations that are happening. And then finally, the last position I would say is, is safety. I gonna, I, I that's the one I was going to mention as well. Yep. I, I think you, you, for what you just talked about, right? Like we, we, have got, you know, expiring contracts. You've got guys who are getting older already. Donovan Wilson signed a, an extension, but you know, he's, I think 29 or 30. he will be 29 in
2: February. Right. So you've yeah. got a 29 year old safety and Donovan Wilson. I think Malik Kirker is 28, 28 years old and those guys aren't old, but you're, you're oh. getting to the point where like, this might be the last year of that duo together.
0: Yeah, and you like Wanye Thomas, and you like uh, Israel Mukamu, but you also like to move those guys around a little bit. So uh, I I don't think it would be the worst idea to try to go and get maybe more of a free safety, right? Someone that could eventually – you could angle as a hooker replacement, and then maybe what you do is you just start playing hooker down a little bit more, right? Just because he has that kind of versatility. So having another guy that can play on the back end I think would really help a a room that – you know, if you blink it, you'll turn around and, and it'll be 2025 and you'll have three safeties, uh, all at the age of 29 or 30 years old.
2: I'm, I'm just going to mention running back because I, yeah. I mean, Tony Pollard was 26. Rico Dowdle, I think is 25 or 26. You remember Rico Dowdle was in the league for four years. He just, this was the first year he got the play. Right. So usually you want to have at least one player. That's like 21, 22. that has some fresh legs, that's Lip- the only other position. Yeah, I wow. <laughs> Come on now. He's let's, a fullback. He's his own position. We shouldn't account him in the running. Yeah, way. that's that's fair. Uh but I agree. I think safety is the one to me that I think they've got to get a little bit younger at. And then offensive line. There's just not many teams in the NFL that have multiple starters that are over the age of like 32, 33. The Cowboys are one of them. Uh you'll take it because it's tyron smith and zach martin but you would also like to get a little bit younger if possible especially with some of those backups so uh that is it for today's show we want to thank you for making lot cowboys your first listen every single day go check out the channel on youtube we post videos every single day over there go download the podcast wherever you get your podcast we are free and available on all platforms go follow landon on twitter at McCoolBCB. i'm at marcus underscore mosher and we will see you right back here tomorrow